talking about life, faith, and everything in between. This is Messy Christianity. And welcome back, Messy Christianity. Brent, Kevin, and I'm Jeff. Thank you for tuning in. We really do appreciate you taking the time. Today, we're actually going to continue what we were talking about last week. Uh, forgiveness, 70 times 7. And well, I guess the reason is we felt like we were only getting started because maybe maybe forgiveness is something that we all deal with pretty much all of our lives. And it, it, it's such an important thing because if we don't if we don't figure out how to forgive and if we don't actually practice um, the the uh, I don't know, forgiveness, yeah. then uh, it, it'll eat us up like cancer. Right. Um, and I think we've all we've talked about this that that we've all experienced it and we've we've dealt with it, but we're we're also still in the midst of it. It's it's a it's a human thing. I feel like the last episode, what do you call it? The last yeah, the last podcast, we talked a lot about, and we were starting to hit the how, but we talked a lot about the the biblical reasons for it and and the motivation. And I feel like we were starting to struggle in the how. Mm-hmm. And I think this next. 30 minutes is going to be a continuation of the struggling of the how. Like, it, the how to forgive is hard. I mean, that's that's a hard question to answer. It's necessary, but I feel like that's where we're going to be today. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, because it's one thing to hear Jesus say, forgive. And it's another to say, okay, I, I don't want to, but I want to. I'm willing to, but mm-hmm. I'm not really willing to, <laughs> but... I'll at least take a step. And so maybe let's start there. What's the first step in forgiveness? And let, let's approach this from the perspective of the person has not asked you forgive for forgiveness. Let, let's assume mm-hmm. they haven't asked. Because honestly, maybe if somebody asks you for forgiveness, it's an easier Probably forgiveness easy. than it is yeah. if they don't. Because they're almost, in that case, admitting yes. they're wrong. Well, then it's a deserve issue. If I ask forgiveness, yeah. or someone ask me for, excuse me, Ooh. ask me for forgiveness, then suddenly they deserve it, or or there's there's more reciprocation because of the ask. Versus, if yeah. you don't ask me, you don't even want it. it. Means you don't even own it. Means you never even acknowledge yeah, you, you don't did think it. You're so wrong. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a different perspective on yeah. that. Yeah. So that brings up thought. Um, in, in the first step of forgiveness, maybe it's acknowledging why we don't want to forgive. Or at least contemplating why why am I not wanting to forgive them because I'm hurt. Yeah, you know, I'm and like, what they did was wrong, yeah. flat out wrong. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. <laughs> no, um, I mean, it, it doesn't always work out that way, yeah. but but in a lot of times that is the situation. Some you have been wronged, and sometimes and it's a great wrong. It's yeah. it's hard. Also, I think it's a very much a gray area <clears throat> of trying to understand: Have I really not forgiven them, or? Am I just not willing to be, you know, once bitten, twice shot? I'm not willing to go through that again, so I keep my distance, I stay away. Because it looks like the same thing yeah. in a lot of a lot yeah. of respects. Uh, no, I have forgiven. I'm just not going to put myself in that situation. But then the flip side is I'm not putting myself in that flip situation because I don't want to be hurt again, and I've not forgiven as well. So, it, right. I mean, we're talking about layers here. Yeah, because now I'm thinking, okay, what does forgiveness actually look like? Not not the words of it, but right. how do you know you've forgiven? Man, we're this, well, this it, is complicated because it's a subjective thing. It really true. Is it forg- though? It's well, yes and no. I mean, I, when you if you forgive someone, 
it, it's subjective in the sense that it's 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 an inward emotion. It's an inward feeling. It's an inward peace that you have. It's not necessarily to to the woman that's been in the domestic violence situation. Yeah. She doesn't need to go back into that situation, and she can still forgive that person. Right. Um, so and she probably shouldn't, shouldn't go back in. Right. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that. Yeah. Just to be clear here. Yeah. That that is the good advice to don't go back into that situation. Maybe ever. You know. Despite whatever. But it's it is it is subjective to some extent to, uh, to that person. Like from the outside looking in, there's no way that I could tell necessarily that that person has truly forgiven that other person like uh, i don't know it's a hard question so is it safe to say that forgiveness is not we're not to offer forgiveness based on whether or not another person will ask for it or receive it biblically yes okay. we, we are supposed to forgive because he has forgiven us i mean I, I, okay so the, the forgiveness is because of jesus not because of them we are to have the same likeness as him i mean yeah. i'm just i'm not saying this is easy but he has forgiven us despite us we are to forgive others despite whatever so that i feel like that was the last episode but we yes biblically that's what we're supposed to do that actually puts you know what i think that makes forgiveness easier if we can grasp that because if if i'm if i'm dealing with somebody who has hurt me if I'm asked to forgive them for their hurting of me, I'm looking at them and they're the object of my forgiveness, so to speak. Mm. But if I'm looking at me going, I have offended God and he has forgiven me, then if, if you can picture this, and I'm doing this in the studio, but, but if people listening can picture this, I'm, I'm actually saying to God, God, I forgive them because I needed forgiveness and you gave it to me. So... I'm not stuck on the the right. the uh, offense as much as I am the grace that I've received. Does that make sense? It, yes. And it's almost like it it would make it it makes it more palatable because the focus is on the hope giver, not the hope killer. I think the concept is more palatable. I think the rub is that it depends on <clears throat> the sin or the wrong that was done to me. Yeah. Kevin used an illustration earlier of uh, of a female who was physically abused mm -hmm. in a relationship. So the female should and has removed herself from that situation, does not have to see the individual, does not have to be in part of, right. uh, of living life with that individual anymore, is totally removed. Therefore, the forgiveness, based kind of the way you two were describing, is a mindset. I choose mentally to forgive them. I think the, uh, a rub that a lot of people have is, well, this person wronged me, but I see them in church every single yeah. week. They're in my small group every single week, and I have to continue to live life with them. I have to continue to put on a face, and I don't know, even if I've forgiven them, how do I not get hurt by them again? Right. And thinking about not getting hurt, then I certainly wonder, start to wonder, well, have I even forgiven? Right. Because forgiveness covers over a multitude of sins, and they committed a multitude of sins, but I don't want to put myself back in that same situation again. That's that gray area that I think so many people rub with. It's almost like the the, the big things I can 
draw a line in the sand and say, I can choose to forgive because I don't have to continue dealing with that individual. It's the life on life sin yeah, issues it's that, a lot that are you really, yeah. really cause that struggle and that that tension. Yeah, if you if you continue to see that person day to day or week to week, whatever it may be, and it just seems like there's no repercussions, their their life is just carried on. They're living happy go lucky. That is hard. Yeah, that is that is very hard. Um, I would almost push against that to say that if that if those feelings are still coming up, I haven't truly found. For, reached forgiveness. Well, I would I would Agreed. partially agree with that. That's what that is what we discussed last time. The whole seventy times seven. I have to forgive that person mm-hmm. every over, single over, time over, I yeah. see them until I truly am whole. But then I have to live in the here and the now. Yeah. Uh, th- this is forgiveness number seven of seven hundred, uh, of seven times seventy. So how do I live mm-hmm. in the midst of this, walking this step of of faith of forgiveness? for the next umpteen number of times that I need to do it. So part of the, the question that keeps circling back is how. I mean, because, yeah. yes, you're, you're right. It's an indication that it truly hasn't happened. And and first of all, it is it is a process. I mean, I supernaturally, God could just give forgiveness in somebody's heart overnight. But for most of us, that's it's a process, and it's a time. Especially the, the greater the offense, I mean, the harder... The forgiveness, I would say. I mean, I think that makes sense. <laughs> Isn't that just like Western Christianity or Western mindset? Let's fix this problem in thirty minutes with five easy steps. Yeah, right, right, yeah. And <laughs> you know the how. Let's do this. Step one, step yeah. two, step three. <laughs> well, I can tell you. Let's talk about personal experience for a moment, uh, not specifics, but just in general. I, I've know, already forgiven you, man. <laughs> I know internally because of the peace that passes understanding that I have forgiven somebody. If I don't have that peace that passes understanding when that person comes to mind, then I most likely personally have not completely been able right. to forgive whatever the offense or offenses have been toward me. Yeah. So that is, that's one aspect. Um, so, you know, so thinking through that, it, it's the how is, well, in, in this moment, I need to forgive them again. And you know, forgiveness, how do you do that is is part of the question. For me, sometimes it is praying for me to have the strength to forgive that person, but also praying God's blessings on that other person, praying for their spiritual renewal, praying for God to use them and impact them and move in their heart and life, especially if they're a Christ follower. Um, but even if they're not, for a move of the Holy Spirit to, to win them to Christ. You know, and then that's, that forces a different lens through which I look through to view that person because it's not a prayer of I'm praying this because I got to pray. It's the only thing I can do. No, it's a God. I want to have a heartfelt prayer of passion toward that person. And so I start praying that way. And then eventually you look back and for me, it's, it's hindsight's 2020. It's like, wow, I look back now and all of a sudden I do have a peace within me when I think about that person. Wow. It, but, it's taking time. So step one maybe could be recognize your own hurt. Yeah. Admit own it. Own hey, it. there there there's forgiveness needed because I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 ashamed, whatever that might be. Yeah. Step two might be what is my part in this? Because Maybe that turns the mirror back on ourselves yeah. and says, you know what? Maybe it wasn't as offensive as it seemed, mm-hmm. 
because I met him halfway in the offense. And so we, we deal with what what's going on with ourself mm-hmm. before we deal with what they did. So I'm hurt. Um, this is my part what's in my it. Part? And look, it, there, to be very clear, if someone is is physically abused, sexually abused, something yeah, right, like, you know, right. you have no part in that. Yeah, that's yeah. not, yeah. you know, we need just need to make sure that right. people you don't. You were offended. Yeah, yeah. That, that's one of those one-sided deals yeah. on the part of the offender. Right. Um, but for for a lot of what we're talking about, yeah. relational issues, yeah. it's this is hands. my part of it, and so so maybe seek forgiveness is mm-hmm. is that in that step, and then the third part might be to um, look at the fact that you have been forgiven, yeah, and therefore you offer that same forgiveness to the offending party. Something you said triggered a, a particular part, a, a particular step, but I can't remember what it was. I, to, to add, maybe I mean, a, does that sound like it does? I, I would add almost another step before number three there. In well, this isn't published yet, so go. yeah, yeah, right. No, but uh, so how to the step? Because to me, the, the step that would be there that that that's the hard step would be the wrestling part. So what I mean by that is, um, we we obviously know the Bible. Jesus said, love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. But then we see in the Old Testament, we see David who's out in the fields with his sheep, and he's just, God, can you just smite my enemies? Can you just destroy? There's a lot of wrestling, you know? And so I I think in our digging in and trying to forgive somebody, there may be some of those kind of prayers, God. I know I'm supposed to be praying (laughs) for them, but I'm really not wanting to right now. And that's a a very pure prayer. but but it needs to go further with God help help me help me help my emotions help my help my heart you so I guess it's it's it is an introspective thing it's it's asking for God's uh, in penetration inside of you to to do the things that you can't do right now in your natural yeah I I totally agree because I don't and, think we can we can forgive and some offenses take, without right supernatural. It, it, it's only his forgiveness, right? Yeah. And, and, I think and that may take also, some time. I think we also internally believe, whether we verbalize this or not, that forgiveness is the same as reconciliation. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Reconciliation requires both parties to be willing to do that. Right. Forgiveness does not. Right. Forgiveness can be one-sided, but reconciliation takes both parties right. to be able to, yes. to walk through that process. Yeah. And so if I'm carrying the, well, I, I need to forgive so that they will forgive me, that's the wrong approach. That's the wrong mindset. And I, I can hope and aspire and desire that that will happen as a result of me walking in holiness and faithfulness and holiness and 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 forgiving that person and showing forgiveness, showing love. But I can't force right. that other side. I, I can only offer. So would it be safe to say that you can't truly, you, you, you have not truly forgiven if you are not willing to reconcile? Uh, no. Why? I, I, you think about some of these harsh uh, sins done against yeah. us that, that we've even described here right. today. You know, to, to sit, I mean, I, I guess it would depend on the word of the definition of what reconciliation would look like in in a sexual um, offense, offense, or yeah. or, or, or yeah, a you, physical you, offense, or, or or things of that nature. I you know 
I'm never going to trust you again. If you if you sexually abuse one of my nieces or something, I'm, I'm never going to trust you again. And I don't I don't feel wrong in saying that. Yeah. I, I can separate that from forgiveness. Like, but. Again, that's kind of what we're talking about at the very beginning. That's not harsh. That's not the the the, <laughs> well, the forgiveness. Yeah, the forgiveness is not the same as I'm going to put myself in that same situation again. If your view that reconciliation is to pretend like none of this ever happened, no, I don't think that's wise. I don't think that's even biblical. Um, but I, I do think that that reconciliation is is something that can happen in many cases and should happen. Um, but to answer your question specifically, if you're not forgiven, I don't see how reconciliation can happen. Right. Well, yeah, no. So you have to have forgiveness in order to have reconciliation, yeah. but I don't think forgiveness always will lead to reconciliation. I'm just wondering if both parties, so if, if somebody has a <clears throat> deeply offended me and they want to reconcile, mm-hmm. if I don't reconcile with them, and, and, and I'm assuming that was a, that's a genuine repentance on their part, they genuinely have ad- admitted what was going on, and, and they say, "Look, I, I want to make this right. I want to restore. I want to reconcile." Does if if I'm not willing to reconcile, does that mean I haven't forgiven? I, I think an appropriate answer, and let's get off the really hard ones like yeah. sexual. An appropriate answer would be, "I hear you. Um, okay, it's going to take some time approving." I mean, I, I don't think that that's yeah. a wrong. If if there has been a but there's know, a willingness to reconcile with there that statement th- there is yeah. but but it's also a you may not still trust that person like the, the, especially if they they were a manipulator of some type in the past you know they've said other good things in the past and now there's this is just another you know this happens this but is see, just I'm I'm having a hard time with that though yeah. because, and I and I and I'm having a hard time having a hard time with it <laughs> because uh, imagine if Jesus did that with us well I agree, I agree. because the Bible tells us there's none righteous, not even one. You know, we're enemies of God. But and so I yeah. how if if he forgives and reconciles the vi- think of the murderer, think of the the whatever, and God has reconciled the difference them. is God knows their heart. I do not. Okay. And so <clears throat> I I maybe we need to clarify reconciliation. Yeah, this could be. Yeah, uh, so. yeah, good point. Because I, I guess I would need to look up the well, look up. the definition of reconciliation. Hey Siri, what does <laughs> reconciliation mean? Right, let's listen. The restoration of friendly relations. <laughs> do you want to hear the next one? <laughs> uh, I sure do. So do we all at the podcast. <laughs> okay, yeah. she. She left us. Siri's done. Thanks, Siri. That the reconciliation of, of what is friend, friendly relations? Is that what it said, basically? Yeah. yeah. Or the res- restoration. Restoration. Yes, I, I think I would go back to my, I think was my original statement that you, you can forgive without having reconciliation, but you cannot have reconciliation without forgiveness. I agree. I don't know. I forgive you, but I never want to see you again. No, no, no. How? That's not reconciliation yeah. based on the definition just given. That is forgiveness, but I don't trust you. Internally, I'm I'm okay with the offense, with the sin that was done to you, uh, done by you to me, and I forgive you of that. I, however, will not put myself in that situation with you again because trust has been broken, and perhaps over much time, trust can be reestablished. Right. I am not putting myself in right. that situation. We're right. not going to be BFF, uh, BFFs again. So just, again, the pushing back, 
If I make a statement, I forgive you, but I choose to never trust you again. How can that be genuine forgiveness? I, I, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't want to overlook the emotion, no. the hurt, the pain, but but if if I'm if I'm I'm saying on the onset, nothing you can do, never on the history of the face of the planet, whatever, am I ever going to even attempt to try to trust you again? I don't see how that stance could be true forgiveness. I don't. I didn't hear that though as what the original statement was. The original statement is. You've hurt me. I, I don't trust you. Yeah. Okay. It's not that I will. I choose never to be willing to have Ever. the possibility yeah. of trust happening okay. again. Okay. I'll, I'll agree. Trust with that. is a process. Okay. It, always, always a process. Like if I can't retrust some retrust somebody overnight. Like, right. I just I just can't. Like I don't think. And I say I. I don't think that's. Think about the gossiper. <clears throat> Think yeah. about that for that as yeah. as a you know uh, you you generically have gossiped conversations that we've had you've shared with other people numerous times. I've forgiven you. I'm not going to share <laughs> some deep dark secrets with you anymore. That's not wisdom. Yeah, I agree. But isn't it different if you say, "But I'm open to the possibility of you earning my trust again." I think you can say that inwardly. You don't necessarily say to that person, I, I you know. Oh, yeah, because I don't know if I would tell that person, I'm never going to tell you my secrets again. I mean, I'm never going to have, I mean, we can have, you know, it's it's like the depth of conversation. Inside of our person, you know, that, that yes, that, that door could be open just inside of us that this person could potentially win my trust back. I mean, that maybe that's what you're saying, like. I am. I, I think so, that's what, because it, it, is, it is more an internal thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking... And this is where I th- I stand on it, and I haven't been moved from this. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I think it'll make sense to you. In my mind, if if I say I have forgiven you, but I will never trust you again, period, then I really haven't forgiven you. But if I say I have forgiven you, but I'm not sure if I can ever trust you again, or I just don't trust you in the moment, or yeah, or even if I don't trust you in the moment, that that's fine. But but one's a declaration of there will never be restitution. Absolute. There will never be restoration <clears throat> because we're not just called towards forgiveness. We're also called towards reconciliation. We're called to love. And so if I choose not to reconcile, again, that that's kind of a hard because we have to yeah. choose what reconciliation means. But I'm not sure you're truly reconciled if you can't be in the same room with somebody. I mean, can you? Oh, I, I, but now I'm not going to invite some people to my birthday party, but I might be able to be in the same room with them. I think there are degrees to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Huh. Why is this so complicated? Because we're complicated. We're depraved human beings. <laughs> we're tough, man. So the last step of, of forgiveness, maybe not the last step, but, but the next step, we've talked basically four at that, it, up to this point, if I'm counting correctly. To me, what I do for the last step to kind of help towards reconciliation, at least in my own heart, which really it's more helping towards forgiveness that would allow for reconciliation, is praying for God to bless them. And I really think that was the whole point of Jesus saying, if you're forced to go one mile, go two. If they ask, if they tell you to get their cloak, give them, give them yeah, whatever. Off your back, yeah. yeah. Turn cheek. Yeah. Turn, if they hit you on one side, turn the other. And I really think it's the idea of you can't hate someone and pray for them, for God to bless them at the same time. They are they are incompatible in the same space. 
Hmm. I would take that a step further. Okay. Because hate is obvious. I, I think it. I think I'm confident in saying you cannot effectively pray for someone that you've not forgiven. I need to think about that. But huh, that's interesting. That's that's. I mean, praying praying for blessing. I want to pray God's blessings on someone that. Well, you I've, and I've mean not it. Forgive it. You, exactly. You, you can I mean. say the words, <clears throat> exactly. but you know what? I'll say, I'll tell you this. I have said those words and not meant it. But I was saying the words in hope, hopes that my words would cause me to mean it. Well, that's yeah. where I was going with the wrestling thing earlier. Like we, we sometimes we teach we as in generically Christianity teaches, pray just just pray for this person, and, and that's the right thing. But we're missing that other step of being honest before God and really wrestling through that that part. Isn't this where a journal really comes in handy? Because yeah. you you can you can wrestle. That's what, that's what with David the was doing. You yeah. know, you're right. You, yeah. Oh. So when he prayed, strike my enemies, mm-hmm. maybe he really was just expressing his own flesh. Read the read through the Psalms and just see the maybe up and the downs. That and I didn't, but well, it just dawned on me. It, here. It, I think it was because I mean, read the Psalms. The, the guy was, I mean, what do you call it? Uh, strike them, bipolar yet, almost. Like it's up not, and down. I will not yes. touch the Lord's anointed. Yeah, he's just up and down, up and down, up and down. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, check this out. So his Psalm, his prayer is what he really feels. His actions are the obedience to what God commands. So Mm. in my psalm, I'm saying, Lord, I want you to strike them. But I know that you're sovereign, I know that Mm. you're good, but I'm just telling you, this is where my heart is, this is what I feel. But in my actions, I'm not going to do something to hurt them. I'm not going to do something to embarrass them. So so I'm, I'm obedient outwardly, but I'm wrestling in my prayers with God. I think maybe that's what we were seeing with David. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I but think... But I love the humanity of the, the Psalms. I mean, it's... It's true. Don't let my enemies triumph over me. That's... Huh. That's what he said. <laughs> you know, I think that maybe we ought to all read the Psalms more regularly. Yeah. I, I actually went through a phase where that's all I read through Scripture. I was just Psalms. That's it. Just constantly... Um, well, you can do the 30-day challenge. Psalms in 30 days. Oh, my leg. <laughs> oh, we just got on tape. <laughs> I, I'm not... Do we have anything else to say on this? I kind of feel like we crescendoed and... I, it, it's a hard topic, you know. Let's speak... Let's. How much time we got left here? Uh, I got like... like Three minutes. Let's just let's just close it with let's speak specifically to the one to that person right now who's still listening. This last three minutes that is really struggling with forgiving someone in their life. Okay. All right. I just set it up. You y'all, y'all talk. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've talked talked a lot about it, but it is a process that may come back even when you think you've gotten it solved mm-hmm. but you have to receive God's grace in order to give God's grace and so I would say if you're wrestling with that unforgiveness and most likely most of us deal with just one or two yeah. certain situations um, you know w- some things are easy we're, we're done with it but other those other that just hang on yeah I would say don't don't let shame and guilt overtake what God is doing inside of you. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for the devil to accuse you and say, see, you don't even want to forgive, you dirty, rotten, sorry, yeah. scumbag. And 
and and we can begin to believe that as opposed to going, Lord, I'm just I'm like 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 David in Psalms, Lord, yeah. I'm wrestling with this. What is going on? And I would imagine that if we wrestled with God in those things, what He would show you is more about Himself yeah. and more about us. So that we're holding on to this unforgiveness not because of the offender, but because of something inside yeah, of us. Right. That it, it would it would actually reveal a deeper issue that God wants to redeem and restore for His right. purposes. That's what I think. I agree. I think it starts with acknowledging that you've got unforgiveness in your heart, which if you have unforgiveness, you know you have unforgiveness. Whatever you want to call it, you know that's what it is. And the very next step is to take it to God and say, God, I don't even want to forgive this person. They yeah. don't deserve it. I don't want to. And God, I acknowledge that I need to. Wrestle so through help it. Help me. Help yeah. me do that. Wrestle through it. Bottom line is unforgiveness inside of any of us it is a cancer eating us away. Yeah. And it has to be dealt with. And so wherever you are, uh, start right there. And, and the only way we, the only way sometimes we can forgive somebody, I'd say maybe all the time, is for his forgiveness to flow in me, through me, out of me to that other person. I may not be able to forgive, but with his grace flowing through me, I can forgive that other person. So wrestle. Wrestle. Man, I think I might have a sermon for Sunday. Glad we could help. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to um, Messy Christianity. As always, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day, out of your week to listen to this. If it has been helpful to you, it would be very helpful to us. Just an encouragement to know that you're listening. So if you don't mind, send us a, a text, an email, maybe just post a, a comment on this. Um, and would you share it? Our whole purpose for this is not just to make a podcast. A hundred thousand billion people are doing that. We really want to make a difference, and we want to help. So would you? <laughs> Brent's getting Nancy over here. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Would you share this as well? Y'all have a great later, day. Guys, later, guys. Thank you for listening to Messy Christianity. Three guys talking about life, faith, and everything in between. You want to know more? Check us out at storypointchurch.com or www.messychristianity.com